I am Sandy Powell. Welcome to the Roundtable. I'm glad you came to join me today. I have some good stuff I want to share with you. Uh, things that we as believers need to practice is my whole goal uh, here today. I want us to consider our speech, what we do and what we say. But today I'm focusing on the say, like what we are talking about. Um, my topic is poisoning the well. And you're saying, well, what, what is that? What is that, Sandy? What is poisoning the well? Poisoning the well is when we go and we drop little nuggets into people to shift them in any way. And most of the time when we're poisoning the well, it is something that is really within me, an issue, and I go around and just drop the issue that I have into other people. We as people, now this don't even have to be uh, Christians, it's just folk. We do this all the time. It's called bearing witness against someone. And um, most of the time we do this out of ignorance, not understanding the detriment of what we're doing. We don't understand the, the, the long-term effect of dropping, I call, little poison tablets into people. I look at us as this. All of us are wells. We all are supposed to be, as believers, wells. We're supposed to be where people can come to us and drink of us, and we're supposed to give them good things, good refreshment from our well. What's our well? The word of God that's hidden us. What is our well? Uh, the, the moral standards that God has given us, the principles that God has given us. We're supposed to be able to pour to people or give drink to people based on what's in us. But we have this tendency sometimes to go around and drop little poison packets into others' wells. And then they then become, instead of a good refreshment or something for people to come and partake of in a good way, they become poisoned, tainted. And they become a well that is almost unable to be used. And we do this all the time, but we think it's not a big deal, but it is actually a big deal. And the Word of God has a word for us about how we do this. And you say, well, well Sandy, how, what are you talking about? I'm talking about... When we have issues, first of all, when we have issues, we're supposed to only go to one person, and that's the person we got the issue with. But for the most part, we as people, we have a tendency to go and gather allies. And I'm talking about this today because I've seen this in the body of Christ as long as I can remember being in the body of Christ. We've seen this. And how come we think that this is a great practice or a good practice or something we should do? It is not. It is against the principles of God. It is against the, the word of God that we read. But we feel like it's okay because now it's my turn. It's my hurt. It's my pain. It's my situation, my issue. So I get to just throw poison packets anywhere and everywhere I go. We're not looking for resolution. We're looking to just get people to see our point, our side, our position. And so whatever it takes to do that, we do it. 
but it is not God's plan. It is not God's position. Have we all done that wrong? We have. But when will we get to the place where we stop this? Dropping poison packets into others' wells. When we have issues with one another, we ought to take those issues up with the persons or person that we have the issue with and not go around dropping our disgruntledness, our issues, our poison packets. I remember when I came to World Changes, this was over 30 years ago. This was back in 92. I came to World Changes, and I came by way of my neighbor. Um, my Well, actually, Nicole. Nicole was the one who uh, wanted to go to church with our neighbor, and our neighbor, uh, you know, was a part of World Changes, re, uh, a new member of World Changes. Um, and she had been going for a while, for a minute, and uh, I was still searching for a church, had not found a church yet. And uh, Nicole asked, could she go with her friend to, to World Changes? And I said, yes, that was fine, because I trusted her mother, and uh, I allowed her to go. Well, she came, she came back, Mom, got to come to this church, I love it, they give out donuts and juice. Okay, so I got to go see a little bit more than donuts and juice. So I went to the church. Of course, you know, just based on where I'm sitting at now, you know I joined. But when this person uh, decided to leave the ministry, they called me on the phone. And I remember, uh, you know, I joined the church and I was very happy with the ministry, very happy with the word that was being taught. And uh, I didn't know a lot of people, just a couple, and she was one of the ones I knew. And she was the one who invited me. I call her my doorway. She was my, my door to where I am now. Um, and I remember when she got ready to leave the ministry, she called me. And so she says, well, I just want to let you know that um, I am no longer going to be attending World Changes, this, that, and the third. And she began to tell me why. And... I, on the other side of this phone call, felt a little confused as to why she was telling me what she was telling me, and, and, and then her statement was, and if you no longer want to be there, I understand. Well, I didn't understand any of it. I, first, I didn't understand why you're calling me with that. You didn't call me when you joined, but now you're calling me when you leave. Um, and then if you did feel the need to just inform me of something to, that you wouldn't be there so I wouldn't be looking for you, the other information as to why you were leaving was in none of my business. I didn't have anything to do with what you were disgruntled about or what you were not happy about and why you took the time now to try to drop your, and what she did, she tried to drop her poison packet into my well. Fortunately, I was mature enough even then, I was a person that made up my own mind. I, I didn't have a problem with, if this is your thing, I understand it, but this is not my thing. And so, but there are so many people who don't have that. They don't have that ability to, to ward off when people come to them with, the, with things that have nothing to do with them, not pertaining to them, and that's just going to drop a poison packet in their well. And what happens with that, if, if I had taken to heart what she said and decided, well, 
you know, this is what she's feeling, so I'm going to feel the same thing too. It could have shifted me. It could have got me off off track. And, the, and this is the thing that I'm saying about the poison of the well, because now you would have dropped into me something, and now I would have had a say about something that was nothing to do with me. I would have had an opinion, a point, uh, a view, a perspective that had nothing to do with me. And so this is the, some of the stuff that I'm, I was talking about on here. Um, and I, I got to give you some scripture because you know it's just inevitable that we have to have some scripture because this validates what I'm saying. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to, uh, I think I'm going to do uh, Proverbs 18 and see, 18, and y'all just be okay um, with the search here. Proverbs 18, uh, 18 and 17. I start, I want this one here because this is a lot of times what happens when poison in a well. The person tells as many people as they can tell about what they're talking about. And Proverbs 18 and 17, and it says, The one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. And so this is kind of like what happens when we don't do it the right way. You know, when you don't do it the right way, you go and just tell your side of the story with no rebuttal. You go, and, and that's why the Word of God tells us not to do this. The Word of God tells us that when we have art one with another, we ought to come to the person in which we have an aunt with. We ought not to go drop our little poison packets into everybody else about what we feel. We ought to take our situation, our art, our, our offense to the person in which we are offended, and then that's where we ought to try and have a come to Jesus meeting, come and have the conversation. And some people say, well, I, I'm not going to do that because it's, it's, it's going to be argumentative. So what it is when I hear people say that, I say, well, you must not want any rebuttal to what you're saying. In other words, you don't really want a discussion. You just want some lended ears. And that's the poison packet. Because the, sometimes people get shifted from their place of, of, of assignment or sometimes from their place of, of connections because we have dropped our little poison packet into other people that had nothing to do with our situation. And here the scripture says in Proverbs 18, 17, the one who states his case first seems right. See, when the person comes out with what they're saying, they seem like they're, okay, they're telling the truth because they hit the ground with the information first. But if you do some digging sometimes, sometimes if you just hear the whole matter, and I think I was talking to um, a young, um, one of my daughters, and I was saying, be sure when you want to be a righteous judge, always be sure as a righteous judge to have, as a, if you're sitting in the seat of judgment, to have both plaintiff and defendant, prosecutor and defendant. In order to be a righteous judge, you must hear both sides of the story. Like my grandma says, two sides to every coin. And when we only want to look at the heads, I'm only going to look at the heads, I'm only, and we only want to state the heads, we, that is a very skewed perspective and a very biased perspective. And nine times out of ten, 
If you got any truth at all, you still only have half truth. And so the word of God tells us here not, that don't be so quick with the one who's talking first. Hear the, 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 what we call the tail end of the story. There's another side that needs to be given that'll give another perspective. Because this is what I know about the plaintiff and the defendant in the case. The plaintiff and the, or the, uh, the, the uh, prosecutor and the defendant. The prosecutor brings the case because he feels like the person is guilty. So no, no DA runs up on a case and says, I'm going to prosecute this case, um, and I, I'm not sure if they're guilty or not. When the DA bring it, he's pretty convinced He's assured that he has enough evidence and there's enough information that tells him, points to this person, that this person is guilty as charged. So they, they, they present their case as such. The defendant, on the other hand, is the other side of this coin. The defendant is the one who comes up and says, I'm innocent. And, 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 and which person wouldn't say, I'm innocent? Yeah, so the defendant is going to come with, I'm innocent. So we have the plaintiff that says, or the, the, uh, the DA, the prosecutor that says, guilty as charged. We have the other side that says, defendant, innocent. Then what you have in is the judge or the jury who sits and hears the matter, both sides, to come to conclusion as to what happened in the matter. But what happens when we do the, 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 the dropping of poison packs into the wells of people, into, into people's spirit, you know, because we're good for that. I drop this in. The, the Holy Spirit drops things into our spirit, and sometimes folk drop things into our spirit. But we have to be careful who comes to us with something. When someone comes to me with something, I want to know, first, did you talk to the other persons? You can't just come to me with something about somebody. Because every, this is the, I, another thing I've learned. Every person doesn't always gel with every person. And so what you may find offensive may be somebody else's cool. I'm cool with them. They good. I like that in them. Da, 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 da. But when we drop our opinions about people in other people, I'll call our little poison packets, you know, we have a tendency to be trying to shift the people. When, I, when, when you give a negative uh, thing about a person, you're trying to shift the person. Now, it's, now, now so I heard somebody say, well, that's also said and done as well from people of, of leadership. But this is the thing. When we know something to be not of kosher, not kosher, and you get a word of warning, then this is the, this is the thing. When, when there's a difference when there's a sin in place. See? There's a sin. If there's a murderer going around murdering people, and I say, you know, listen, such, such, such is a murderer, has a murdering spirit, you be careful about this person. Or this person has business practice, but they, uh, they do shady stuff. They do low-down stuff. Say, so you know what? They come and say, well, uh, this person is doing my, my business plan. Be careful. Be mindful. You know, they're, 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 they're practicing an uh, 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 uneven scale. See, the Bible does tell us to mark uh, people, mark them, those who go around and, 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 and do things that are ungodly. 
But when we have art, see, this is what I'm talking about today. When we have issues, we have things that we are not happy with someone else about or something of, of offense has happened, we ought to take that to the person and not go around doing this little, I call, poison packet, uh, uh, poison packet dropping, dropping little poison packs into different wells. I know this to be a harmful practice, and this is the the scripture. I'm, I'm going to take this one up here for 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy talked about it as well. Um, give me a second here. I love it when we when we talk about things like this because this is stuff that people don't really want to talk about. They, they want to have conversations, but they want to have those what I call um, surface stuff. We, we only are able to have conversation when we're in agreement. But when we're not in agreement, can we have conversation? Can we, can we uh, talk about matters that are pressing on us when we are uh, not in agreement? Can we hear the word of God when we're not in agreement? But only when we are, are supposedly uh, good to go do we feel like we have Opportunity to have conversation and deep conversation. But 2 Timothy says here, uh, have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. He says, you know that they breed quarrels. When there's a controversy, when there's something that's going on, an issue, you know, the, the word of God tells us to be, you know, steer clear of those kind of things. Steer clear of these little controversies. When somebody's having issues between one, one person and another person, I put them together. I put those people together because that's a quarrel between them. That's a controversy between them. But the more folk you put inside the controversy, the worse it gets. Now you got the Hatfield and the McCoys. Now you got one side against it. All those are, are just poison wells. That's what's wrong with the, and I hate to bring this up because it is, but even in the in the political world, the Democrats and the Republicans, you know, the Hatfield and the McCoys, it doesn't matter what either side does, as long as my side is doing it, it's right. In actuality, it could be dead, stinky wrong. But we the wells have been poisoned. In other words, we're unable to be able to pour good from us because we've been poisoned by our uh, uh perspective of what somebody has dropped into us that sometimes have nothing to do with us we have a whole opinion a whole argument a whole stance about something that has nothing to do with us but because we've been dropped into a poison packet boom now I got a stance we, we don't like people we dislike people we disassociate with people we 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 do all of these things Sometimes just based on what somebody else's opinion is about us. I know, I know this is my world. I'm accustomed to this. But this is not always where everybody can thrive. Some people don't do well in this place uh, where people are, are, are uh, up against them and, and, and they don't like them for what other people say. I, look, I've learned to do this, to, to take the good with the bad. When you want to, you're good. If you don't, I'm good. And it's either way. I just want to be at peace with all men. But this is what happens when we, when we drop these little nuggets. We disallow people the opportunity to have an experience with somebody based off of what somebody else has said. We can be in a whole, uh, uh, let's say, in a family. 
and one family member is disgruntled with another family member, they should take that to the family member that they're disgruntled with. Not go back behind the scenes with the other uh, family members and try to convince them or con- uh, 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 te- you know, teach them that this is what this person has done or you trying to convince them that this person is this, that, on the third. It is poison dropping. You are poisoning the wells of people. Even in friendships, this should not happen. Especially in friendships. We have to learn how to get a backbone. Now, I'm going to say this. We have to learn how to get a backbone and stand up against this type of mentality and this behavior. It's a, it's a form of manipulation. And it's easy to get into, especially when your feelings get involved, because you try to protect your feelings. Oh, I don't want my feelings hurt, so I'm going to try to get as many people to make me feel good about where I'm at right now. So we'll do this little, you know, call allies to us. We never tell, and that's another thing, we never tell the whole story. Remember I was talking about that two-sided coin? When we, when we bring the accusations, we never tell the whole story. We only tell the side that's going to make us be the one that people will gravitate to to be the victim or be the person that I want y'all to pity me, so let me just tell you what happened to me. I'm not going to tell you the dirt I did. I'm not going to tell you the side I did. I'm not going to display what, I, what, what was my part in this whole thing. We never do that. When you're dropping poison packets, the person normally that is doing that, they never do uh, they never try to drop one on their own. They always try to get it to be where they're the ones manipulating or controlling the situation. We as believers, we can't be in this place. This limits us in our ability to spread the gospel. This limits us in our ability to be able to show the, the love of Christ in the earth. And like I said, even some of you are watching. You know, you, you're watching because, you know, you won't never tell me you're watching, but I know you're watching. You're watching just to see what I'm going to say. But if you really go into your, your quiet time in your private chambers and in and, and your secret closets to, to talk to the Father about it, you know what I'm saying is true. And like I said, take no trophy for saying I've done it right. All, I have not done it right always, but I have learned. I have learned that dropping Poison nuggets only hinders the work of God. And at some point, we have to get to the place where we grow up out of this, where we get to the point where we understand the plan that God has and that this, uh, the, the practice is really a, a, a form of dividing and conquering. You know, it's a part of, of setting the body of Christ up for failure. The enemy comes in and whispers, you know, it's, it's, the poison packet is just a whisper. You know, and sometimes we say it's just between friends, but it's never just be free, between friends, especially when you're leaving an impression on a person that they didn't have. If, if I didn't have it, if, if there was no a negative impression about, about me to somebody, for you to come and give them a negative impression, that's wrong. And vice versa. Shouldn't happen. But it does. But when it does... We, as believers, got to be big enough, bold enough, and daring enough to either stop it, rebuke it, and even just uh, expose it. Yes. This is, this is the thing that we got to get to the place where we be okay with letting people know that this is not acceptable behavior in the kingdom. He says uh, there were seven things God hated. 
and uh, discord amongst the brethren was the abomination. Discord amongst the brethren was the thing that God hated the most. But this, what I'm talking about today is that. Poison packing, dropping, dropping poison into other people well about other people is what God is talking about when he says, this seventh thing do I hate. And that is discord amongst the brethren. The one who brings discord amongst the brethren. We have got to roll back. And I think sometimes we get comfortable with secret conversation. Secret conversation sometimes uh, can be a very dangerous place because in those places we feel like we can just let go and say what we want to say and it's just going to stay there, stay right there. But in our little minds that is so limited, little do we know that God is there beholding the good and the evil that we do and you know he's beholding what we say. But in our minds, the enemy has us so mixed up to think that we covered, that we good, that it's all good. That we can just say that and get away with that. Like God's not going to be uh, uh, true to his word. That he's not going to deal with it. That I, There's, a, there's a, a word, of, um, a scripture that, that, I, that makes me flinch every time I think about it. That we will all be judged for every idle word. And every time I hear that scripture, I think, oh God. Just mercy, God. Mercy, 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 mercy. Because just thinking about all the idle stuff that's been spoken. Think about, don't think about mine. Don't be saying, yeah, I remember when you said, I remember. No, think about what you have been saying. Think about the idleness that you have been speaking. Think about the stuff that you have been saying uh, that's not beneficial to the kingdom. Think about the stuff that's not edifying the body. Think about the stuff that's not giving a person a lift. You know, if what you're saying is, it, even if it's about somebody you think may have done a wrong or something that you think needs to be done, have you spoken about how you think this could be done better? Like, in other words, to this person. Have you prayed and said, God, give me, a, give me something that I can do or say that will help this person to be better? And see, if we're not doing that, I don't, th- th- this is the part that makes me say that we, we, we're just idle. And this is, th- I mean, even sitting here talking, I, I'm talking to myself. I'm thinking, Lord, help me to be more mindful of the words that I say and then the words that I, that I display or give during times. Like, don't let me be so carefree with my talking that I don't remember that my words carry weight. All of us, our words carry weight. You know, when we can shift a person from a person that, that once loved you to a person that now, that, that have no regard, that's a, that's a big shift, and God is watching that. God is looking at that. And this is the thing. Most of the time, what we are disgruntled about is stuff that can be fixed. Mm. I'm going to put that right down there. It can be fixed. But we got to be willing to do the work. We got to be willing to get in there and do the work biblically as to what God says about it. Because this is the thing about poisoning the well that I, I'm, I'm, I've learned this and I'm learning this as I go. Is that the people that we're poisoning and the people that we're poisoning people about, God has a plan for them. 
See, that's a Salah moment. God has a plan for them. And when we get into the place where we interfere with the plan of God, we are in a bad place. We're in a place where now you are working against the kingdom of God. Like you're saying, well, God used me. Well, not at that moment when you're running your mouth about something or somebody and that person needs to be, uh, uh, well, you need to be silent about it or speak to them. I know, I mean, I've, I mean, I've been trashed from one end of this place to the next. I know it. I've been trashed. It doesn't change God's direction for my life like it doesn't change God's direction for yours. What we have to do is have a moment of repentance, like come to ourselves and say, look, I've been doing this all wrong for a long, long time, and then have conversations with people. I am just like open for those. I love it when we come to the table and we're going to do the conversation. And it's not to be right or to be uh, uh, on top of anybody in in sense of uh, I'm right and you. No, it's just to clear the air. So that at the end of the day, God gets the glory out of your life and out of mine. My point about the, 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 the well poisoning is we never know the well that you're poisoning, God's use for that person. You could be poisoning the well so that they, they become undrinkable. And I've seen it. I've seen people, they're so bitter from information. They're so bitter. I mean, I had a conversation with someone that had been uh, poisoned by information that they had nothing to do with, that they no longer really had a reverence or love for us, like as, as two people that knew each other, to the point that we, I, we had to have another conversation to dismiss what was actually there. Like we had, to, I had to show this is what's there, but as you see, when I moved that, that has nothing to do with us, and now it's just you and I. Because little packets of poison have been dropped in the well, and time missed, time um, uh, passing, because opinions had been formed, and because. Thoughts had been had that had nothing to do with us. But this is someone else's opinion. And this is another thing. Loyalty to ignorance is a danger. Because this is allowing of, of the uh, poisoning of the wells as well. When you're loyal to ignorance, and ignorance just means unlearned. Don't be offended by that word because I'm ignorant in many things. But when you're ignorant to the principles of God, like how to do it God's way, and you are loyal to that, you're in a dangerous place. Whenever you find someone that disregards the word because of their feelings, you're in a dangerous place. That's how uh, poisoning happens. You know, you no longer even want to hear the word of God to a matter. When I hear people say they don't want to hear it the way God says to do it, that's a dangerous person. And that's a person with uh, poison in their mouth. You know, that says that we have the power of life and death in our tongue. In our mouth, we can speak things that bring death. Or we can choose to use our mouth to speak life. 
And so today I want, I'm trying to encourage y'all to, to, to recognize. And although somebody, some people will throw a blanket and say, well, I don't mean this to be hurtful. Yes, you do. I'm not trying to gossip. Yes, you are. I wouldn't normally say this. You usually would. All of those blankets, when I hear that, I know something's coming, then I'm going to have to say something like, well, did you talk to this person? I've had to stop people mid-sentence of giving me information uh, because I didn't think it was any of my business. Like, I think you should be talking to somebody else. It's one thing when you give me a scenario on how to go and deal with a situation, but it's another thing when you're just dropping poison packets. And... Thank God I'm not swayed like that. I'm not swayed by what other people think about somebody. I have all of my connections or disconnections have to do with me. In other words, it's between me and that person. I, it's not anyone else's opinion. Not on my part anyway. On some other people's part, yes, but not on my part. I'm not, I don't like or dislike someone based off of someone else's opinion about them. That's not my thing. I am this... I don't know how grown folk, I know how kids do it, but I don't know how grown folk find themselves disliking somebody based off of what they heard somebody else say about that person and they don't know them. Grown people. I ain't talking about just grown people. I'm talking about uh, adults, grandparents, great-grandparent folk. I'm talking about in that age group. They got people that they don't like they've never met. They've only said hi from across the room. But it's all based off of what they heard about a person, what they, what they heard someone else say about a person. Their encounter, someone else's encounter with a person, they formed an opinion on that. I know that's a cut. They formed an opinion just based off of that person's thoughts about another person. But this is my thing. If you're going to drop your little package, why not drop it to the person that you got the thing with? Why, why not take it to that person? Most of the time, it's because cowards. We're cowards. We talk bad behind the scenes, but when it comes down to actually dealing with stuff that needs to be dealt with or having the conversation with a person that you need to have a conversation with, uh, we can only talk bad behind their back. We can't talk to them and talk to them face-to-face. Nine times out of ten, when we avoid those kind of conversations, nine times out of ten, it's because our narrative is a little whopped. We know somewhere deep down in our heart that it's not all what we're saying it to be. But I can dare not let all the people that I've told my narrative to think anything else other than what I've said. And so there we find ourselves continuing on with a narrative that is not good. So it's important and imperative that we use the word of God or the principles of God to steer away from the things that causes the, 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 uh, the poison of the well behavior or mentality. One of the things is, is to always clear up quarrels, things that cause issues. And in James uh, 4 and 1, 1 and 2, I think it is, 
Yeah. It says, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are a war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. So it's just like, it's a little, it's, it's something else behind the, 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 the dropping of the, uh, the, the, the poison. There's something else that's going on, the reason why we do this behavior or this mindset. It's something else that is not happening, and, and, and we can't seem to get our way, so we can't seem to get it to work this way or that. So we go and we start this little, what I call, poisoning of the wells. And it's so difficult sometimes to, uh, to get those, uh, those wells clean. Most of the time, I'm going to tell you, and y'all know it to be true, church folk, most of the time, you, all you can do is cover up the well. You know, you can't tell me that you can have a healthy relationship with other believers and then you got other believers that you can't set horses with. You, 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 you'll, you'll have nothing to do with them. They're dead to you, blah, blah, blah. Like, how in the world, in the kingdom of God, in your mind, in heaven, does that work? How does that work? That and, and, and it's just simple scriptures that come to mind when I hear people talk or they may not say it, but their behavior demonstrates it. It's like, how are you capable of loving God who you have never laid eyes on? but yet find it difficult to be or love the ones that you see every day. But, but we love God who we haven't seen. Father in heaven says, and I can say it because he said it, you are a liar. You don't love him. He says it's impossible. You don't love him. So stop. And this is why I know you don't love him because, because of what he is about. We can always find, as a believer, you should be always find yourself at a place where you want to, to, to be at peace with man. He says, be at peace with all men, but what? Especially. See, some of us, we go at opposite. We go be at peace with men, especially the world. No, be at peace with all men, especially those of the household of faith. Well, that's a do good, do good to men, especially those of the household of faith. But we ought to, we ought, in other words, we ought to be having good energy. Yeah, that's that word. I really don't want to say it. I don't want to say energy. But we ought to have good interaction with each other. How in the world will we teach the love of God and we can't even demonstrate it between us? Even the Father and I have conversation. It's, it's my ignorance. It's not his. About what I don't understand. He and I have conversation about that. And if he and I can have conversation about my ignorance, you mean to tell me we can't have that amongst ourselves as believers about our ignorance one to another? Most of the time we are not able to get along or we're not jiving, uh, jive, what's they say, gelling, that's the word. We're not gelling good enough because we won't come to an understanding. We won't come together and figure out what it is that we need to do in order to be at peace with each other. And being at peace with each other is not not talking to each other. I, I don't know where in the world that came from. But that's the poisoning of the well. That's, that's the fruit of poisoning of the well. The fruit of poisoning of the well is I no longer will speak to you. 
That is not an answer. That is not an answer. There, there, there are places in the, in, the, in, the, in the word of God that teaches us if there gets to a point where a person is excommunicated from the church, but trust and believe, we, have, we, we very rarely practice that. There are so many steps before you get to the place where a person is no longer a part of the church. When I say church, I'm talking about the body of Christ. I'm not talking about a ministry. But we don't practice that. The first offense, what we do is we dust our hands off and we walk away. Or we dust our hands off and we kick people out to the curb. Most of the time, and that's when the, the little seed dropping gets to going. The little poison seeds. We drop into the wells of people or the dropping and just start to create our little world of allies. But it's ungodly. It's not, it's, you will not find in the word of God the way we practice offenses nowadays. You, the way we practice it, you will not find it in the word of God. You, you will not see that the way that we are doing things is God's way. We do it, but I, there's an answer. God's, we're going to answer to the Father about it one day. The word of God tells us that we are to uh, be slow to speak. Hmm. That's something we don't practice. We quick to run our mouth about something. But when it's our junk, don't nobody hear a word. We won't hear nothing about it. But when it's someone else then we, uh, and, and we're offended, then we got to drop this, the seeds of discord um, uh, throughout the world if we had to, if we had a, a, a place. And then we feel justified. We feel justified. We feel like, and then and what we do, we embellish. Not only do we, we spread the, the, the seeds of packets of, of poison, but we embellish it. Make it bigger than what it really, really was. It's, it's, it wasn't that. Yeah, and sometimes people forget this. Uh, there were people who were there. Uh, didn't quite go down the way you said it went down. It didn't happen that way. Or either, you know, I didn't hear it like that. But in our own mind, you know, we create the poison has taken us to such a place that now we just recreate or create something that we wanted to be because it makes our storyline sound better. In actuality, we're just full of poison and we go around poisoning the wells of other people. Now making null and void people who can be activated for the kingdom because now they're bogged down with your junk. You know, instead of you just having conversations, just having the talks, you know, agree to disagree. You know, at least get to that place. Get to the table and, and agree to disagree. But we won't do that either. Cowards. I said cowards. No need to be. Um, you know, I always say that, you know, what's the worst a person can do when it comes down to having a conversation? What's the worst they can do but just they can't eat you? Well, I don't know. Well, no, come have the conversations. My thing with this today, I want to encourage you as a body of believers. Um, do yourself a favor. Do your family a favor. Do your friends a favor. Your colleagues a favor. Do the body of Christ a favor. Stop. 
Stop and think about what you're doing and definitely stop and think about what you're saying. Don't be the tool that the enemy uses to divide and conquer the body of Christ, to divide and conquer the believers, to null and void some of the works that need to be done in people. Don't be a tool in the hand of the enemy. Put yourself in the position on how could I make this situation better? Because that's what we as believers ought to be doing. We ought to be coming up with ways that will make the situation better. Don't be so in your corner stuck that you're unwilling to come to the table of reason and stop what we're doing, which is dropping our seeds of poison and recreating or redirecting what God has placed in people to be or do, just based off our little opinions, and sometimes very twisted at the time of of offense. We're twisted at that moment. Because when you're offended, if you don't handle it right, it'll turn into something ugly. At the moment that we're offended, we should, that's why it's best to come to the table, to the person that you're offended with, and get it right. Because other than that, you just carry around this bitter pill of offense. And unfortunately, every seed of bitterness grows. And as it grows, it just gets worse and worse, and the fruit thereof, you just pass it around and people partake of it and find themselves nurtured by a bitter seed and becoming in unusable and in, and what my husband was talking about today, inactive. You can see the fruit of a person who has been affected by a person that dropped poison into them. They become mean-spirited. They become rude. They become uh, uh, bitter themselves. They're not as friendly. They take positions that's like, what are you mad about? Like, (laughs) I've seen that happen. I've been in a situation where um, there was an offense with me and someone, and the friend of that person is now mad with me too. What? That grown folk, I'm talking grown folk. Now they mad too. And I had nothing to do with them. But this is what dropping poison seeds will do. It will create these atmospheres to now, if I had to give a word to that person that wasn't involved, they wouldn't receive it. But guess who's accountable now? Guess who's accountable for that person not receiving from me, if God gave me something for them, guess who's accountable for that now? The person who dropped this, the poison. They're now accountable for what that person won't receive because they dropped the seed of poison in them. So that's why we have to be slow to speak. Watch our mouths. Sometimes we just need to do what? Shut up. Shut up. That is the word. I wish I could have screamed it in his mic, but they... My tech people probably wouldn't have been holding their ears back there. But that's the word. Sometimes it's not a matter of just, you know, uh, uh, shh, like we tell a little kid, shh. No, sometimes we just need to say, shut up. Mind your mouth. Mind your thoughts. Get in a place where you can talk to God. Whatever you wouldn't say before God, 
in the natural, like if God was standing in the natural, whatever you wouldn't say before him, don't say. Don't say to nobody. These are the seeds of poison that we have got to take out of our mouth, the, that bitter thing in our mouth, take it out because it just creates more space for the enemy to have his way. And this is for the body of Christ, for believers. Until we do that, we are just faking our way. <laughs> I don't know where we're faking our way to. I'm, I'm not going to say hell because I can't say anybody going to hell. But we're faking our way in the presence of the Lord. Especially when it goes against the word of God, when God is telling us how to do things. We're faking our way. But I know this. There is a reckoning day. There is a day where we would give an account for every what? Idle word that comes out of our mouth. One day you're going to have to explain to God why you said what you said, why you did what you did. And if you like me, we ain't got time for all of these other little things right here. We got to get on our knees and be praying. We got to be, you ought to be praying for God's mercy for the stuff that you did already before. We don't need to be uh, in, in this position of this is our continued behavior. I'm saying this because this is real life stuff that's happening in the church world. Just the most ungodliest seed dropping, poisoning of wells that I've ever seen in my time. And all in the name of Jesus, all in the name of God. And then we wonder why people don't want to have anything to do with the church. They don't have anything to do with the church. It's not because we don't have issues. And this is, not, this is a, a, a valid point here. I'm not ever going to say that the church as a whole is not going to have issues. We are going to have issues. That's why God gives us the word of God. To solve our issues. Because we're going to have them. We're not perfect like that. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to offend. We're going we're gonna to do the wrong thing. We're going to say the wrong thing. We're going to act out the wrong thing. And when it happens, God gives us instructions on how to do it. But what the problem is, is that we don't want to practice the instructions. And so it's not that people don't want to come to church because we, uh, we, we're hypocrites. No, we are people just like everyone else. We make mistakes in the church. The difference between us and the world is how we get it right. So it's not hypocrites go to church. Hypocrites everywhere. Hypocrites in, 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 in the club y'all in. Hypocrites is in, in the church. Hypocrites on your job. Everywhere. The difference that makes the difference between a righteous man and an unrighteous man is how we get it right. Is our place of repentance. Is our heart in this matter. When I wrong somebody, it bothers me. But when it doesn't bother you and you good, see, that's a problem. It should bother you that you harm people with your mouth. It should, it should, it should bother you when you take and, and slander people. The word of God tells us not to be slanderous in our mouth. Did, did I have a scripture for that? Yeah. It, it, we should not be slanderous with our mouth. Verse, uh, Proverbs 11, 13 and, and, and 14. Whosoever goes about slandering reveals secrets. But he who is trustworthy in spirits keeps a thing covered. See, where there is no guidance, a people fall, uh, fall or fail. But in the abundance of counselors, there is safety. We should not be running our mouths. And when I say secrets, you know, it's, it's, it's when, you, when you have issues with each other. The secret is, it's not that we're covering sin. It's that it's not everybody's business. Like when we all, we all have to release ourselves, you know, you eat a good meal and you release yourself, right? But that's not a time to do a podcast in the release moment. 
that's a very secret thing. It's a necessary thing, and it's a very, uh, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not the best sight, but it's a necessity. But it's not for everybody. It's just like uh, when you have disagreements. It's, it's, it's a necessary that it get right. It, is it pretty? No. And it's not for the whole world to see. That's what the secret thing, when you, when you run your mouth about something or a situation or something like that, that could be slanderous. Because after that happens, after that happens, now this person has to live with what you've spoken. Well, if you just got things right between the two of you, it could have ended there. And, the, and it didn't have to be before the whole wide world. That's what it means. But we, we get to that point where we feel like we have a right to say what we want to say. You don't. And this is the thing. You can have whatever earthly authority you think you have, but at the end of the day, God is the final authority. And his word is true. Whatever we do on this earth, we're going to give an account for it. You're not going to get a pass because your feelings was in the way. God is not going to, he's not going to be in that kind of thing with us about our feelings. We're going to be so disappointed when we find out that our feelings is not the thing that God is looking for. He is looking for our heart. And he's always looking for our heart after him. And this is where we got to get to in mind. Just don't have it your way. Don't try to try to get God to bend it your way because this is how you feel. Feelings are going to send some people to a fiery hell because of our feelings. But at the end of the day, we got to figure out, like, what, what is it that God would have me to do? How is it that God wants me to handle the situations? I don't want to become one that just dropped negative uh, uh, poisonous packets out about things and contaminating people that way. Don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about word of warnings. Word of, of look, look, if a person is a pedophile, if I know they're a pedophile, and, and I see somebody about to hand their child off to a person that's a pedophile, I'm going to warn them. You do know that that person is a registered pedophile, right? Okay. You might not want to hand your child off to them. That part. That, that to me is, that's a word of warning. You know, a person is, uh, uh, to me, uh, practicing ungodly things, ungodly practices. I don't think you should let your children be influenced by people who practice ungodly behaviors. You can get a word of warning. Like, I, we used to get uh, uh, warnings, like, when we were younger, like, we couldn't go spend a night at everybody's house. Why? Because that mother or that father was practicing something in the home that my mother didn't want us to, to, to we couldn't even stay at my auntie's house at sometimes because my mother's practice for us was different than, excuse me, my aunt's practice for her and her, and her family. Not, not, not slanderous. Just don't want that practice. And that's a big difference. But when you have to hear the offense of someone from someone else, that is what I'm talking about. That's the seed poisoning. If you're trying to get somebody to form an opinion about somebody based off of what you have experienced from that person, that's what I'm talking about. That's the poison wells that I'm talking about. And it's a big difference. At the end of the day, this is the warning. God is not going to change his mind. 
and we better decide to do it his way. Because at the end of the day, he is going to have the final word. And with that being said, that's my final word. I hope and pray that you come back next week and hear the conversation there next week's topic. Till then, be blessed and know I do truly love you. Childhood memories, great smiles, jumping off a swing. I was dodging from the anger, man. I'm ducking from a swing. Mama turning down the kettle, daddy's letting off his steam. Mama try to.